Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Disney Dining Show. I'm Craig Williams, and I'll be taking you on a culinary journey around Walt Disney World. Before we get started, I want to remind you this is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel. If you like our content and you want to support us, please consider booking your next vacation through Dreams Unlimited Travel. It costs you no extra money, and you get the help of one of the amazing Dreams Unlimited Travel agents. So head over to dreamsunlimitedtravel.com today for a free no-obligation quote. I hope everyone is having a great week, and I hope you are ready to get hungry. That's weird. That's really weird of me to say, but I hope you all are ready for this week's dining reviews. We have three of them coming to you, uh, two courtesy of Fiasco, one courtesy of Denny. So yes, that means you only have to hear my voice today as I'm introducing everything. You got lucky this time around. Maybe not so much next week, but yeah, we have three great reviews for you, uh, varying from the theme parks to Disney Springs to resorts. So we are all over the place. But we are going to kick it off at Disney's Animal Kingdom. Fiasco is trying a snack that he's never had before. And, well, let's give it a listen. Hello, everybody. Fiasco back today at Disney's Animal Kingdom uh, to check out some of the Celebrate Soulfully stuff that's going on here. But before I do that, everyone's got to eat, right? So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to eat something real quick before and I'm going to stop at a place I've never eaten before, um, Mr. Kamal's cart as you're crossing from Africa into Asia. And uh, I'm going to grab some chicken dumplings. All right. So like I mentioned, Mr. Kamal's right there on the right hand side as you're walking into Asia from the Africa entrance. Um, That's that little kiosk cart. They have two food items to choose from. They have their special French fries and then they have the chicken dumplings. Uh, which are $5.99. So I got the chicken dumplings. They're served with ponzu sauce, which is like a nice little, um, it's like a teriyaki soy type sauce. And uh, the chicken dumplings are fried with a chicken sausage type texture chicken inside of it. I thought these were fine. They were pretty good. Uh, Am I gonna rush back here to get them again? Probably not. For six bucks, you only get the two small dumplings. And I mean, it's fine to start my day off because I have not eaten yet and I I needed to get something in me. And I mean, you know, I'll take that back. I'm not, well, no, I'm not gonna take it back. I'm not gonna rush back here to get them again, but if I'm ever in a position where I'm in this area of the park and I just need a quick bite to eat, I will get them again. Uh, You know, they were okay. Just not, not worth going out of your way for for sure. If I had more time before the show I was going to record, would I probably pick something like Satuli Canteen or Harambe Market, sit down and eat a little longer? I, I probably would, but just for a quick snack, I mean, it's it's fine. And if, tech, uh, if you're a, a texture eater, if texture is important when you're eating, because it is important to me, I will say that the, uh, the texture was quite good. Uh, the flaky, crispy dumpling crust was great, along with a uh, the, the chicken sausage in there was good too. It complemented each other well. Um, I wasn't disappointed by any means, but like I mentioned, not some groundbreaking thing, you know? Just a nice quick snack. The final thing that's probably worth mentioning is this cart opens at 11 a.m. So um, I was actually here recently looking for something to eat around breakfast time, and that was a challenge. 
Um, that was actually the day that I recorded the Satuli Canteen video because they, Satuli Canteen ended up opening, you know, around 10, uh, it was like 10, 15 a.m. and it was open, so that was cool. But um, I have found that it is difficult to find breakfast stuff around Animal Kingdom. Like there's a lot of carts that just sell those little breakfast sandwiches that are all the same in all the different carts. Um, but as far as like other, other food, uh, it is hard to find. Um, you know, of course they have, they have Tusker House, you can do breakfast app, but that's, usually you should probably try to secure a reservation um, for Tusker House. But yeah, cart opens at 11. I have had these dumplings on my list for the longest time, but Fiasco beat me to it. There's just so many good options at Disney's Animal Kingdom. You know, all the carts and kiosks, just as good as a lot of the quick service, uh, you know, from the little bit that I've had. So I will get these one day, just just not as a dining review. I'll get them for myself, and that will be a good day. But now we are going to head over to Disney's Port Orleans Resort French Quarter because Denny is having a special Valentine's Day's Valentine's Day beignet. Okay, let's go ahead and give it a listen. I am a sucker for all things beignet and really all things New Orleans. <laughs> so I am here today to try their Valentine's Day specialty beignet. It's called the Cinehot beignet. It sells for $3.49. And according to the cast member that I've spoken to, they're selling really well. <laughs> the guests are loving these beignets. Am I super excited about the idea of cinnamon red hots on my beignet? To be honest, it's, it's a little debatable, <laughs> but it's a beignet, so I'm going to try it and uh, I'll just see what it's like. Let's head on inside. Friends, I have gotten the Cinehot beignet here at Port Orleans French Quarter. And of course I was wearing my mask inside because that's, you know, all masks on at all indoor locations um, currently. And <laughs> when they called my name and I walked over, just, you know, and hovering over the beignet just to, to look at it because it's incredibly cute. I'll show you that in a second. But um, I had my mask on and through the mask, I could smell a little cinnamon-ness. That's, that's a new word. The cinnamon scent and flavor um, of this beignet. So, <laughs> so if you're wondering if it's really cinnamon and hot, Yes, they are doing um, some good cinnamon stuff with it already, just by the scent. Number two, this is the cutest beignet I have ever seen in my life. I'm gonna try not to spill it. Look how cute that thing is. It is covered <laughs> in sprinkles. So this is, um, this is one of their regular beignets that's drizzled with cinnamon hot um, icing and then cinnamon hot candies or hot cinnamon candies so like red hots crushed up so if you can see that there's there's some of that that powder there those are that's supposed to be like crushed up cinnamon candy and then it is absolutely beautifully covered in red and not red in heart sprinkles it is the cutest thing and I love it already okay I'm in love with just the look of it We'll see if it betrays me, if it's too hot and spicy and all that jazz. 
but um, I have high hopes because a whole lot of care and concern has gone into this. I had to wait about five or so minutes for it. So all the beignets are freshly made, hot, ready for you just the way you want a beignet to be. Now, the one thing that's missing on this beignet, and it, they, did, they didn't say it was gonna be on there, but if you're a confectioner sugar person, like you've gotta have your powdered sugar, like you wear, you wear white because you're going to have beignets and you've planned ahead. There's no powdered sugar going on on this specialty beignet, so keep that in mind. Let's bite in. I'm gonna try not to end up being too sticky. Oh my gosh, look at that thing. <laughs> All right, friends, here we go. Big bite. That was a very big bite. <laughs> Possibly too big, but man, it was good. And I've got sticky cinnamon hot icing on my fingers. That is so good. It's there. The cinnamon is there. It's not overpowering. It's not... Um, like it's lingering, <laughs> I can feel it <laughs> in my mouth as I sit here um, thinking about it. But yeah, it's there and you like can tell you've had something with Red Hots on it, but it's not not overpowering at all. It's still delicious. The um, Red Heart sprinkles offer some fun different texture. So that's kind of fun to have on there. All in all, this is, this is just good. This is just good beignet. Now, if you are a beignet person and you like shoe pastry beignets, this is not your shoe pastry beignet. This leans more to the donut side of things, which I'm, I'm not mad about. I love, I love shoe pastry beignets, but I also enjoy these. These are just your puffy. They are somewhat hollow. There it is, somewhat hollow. Some of them are more hollow than others, so just keep that in mind as you order them. I'm gonna have another bite, because it's almost Valentine's Day. If you were looking for something super cinnamon forward, like over the top, in your face cinnamon, this is not gonna be it. That being said, this is delightful. It's something fun, it's beautiful. I mean, if you're, if you're here for for the gram, you've got a super Instagram worthy picture going on with this beautiful thing. Um, it's $3.49 for one. There is um, an adultified version called the Baton Rouge Cinehot Beignet. And in fact, it's two beignets and it comes with cinnamon whiskey as well. Those are $9.99. You can get that at Scat Cat's Club Cafe. So you'll find Scat Cats right off of the main lobby here. Just walk on in, jump in the line, order your beignets, and then give it a few minutes and they'll come out to you piping hot and fresh. I gotta finish eating this. Like I can't, I'm not, you know, you and I both know I'm not letting this go to waste. <laughs> I'm eating this thing. Yeah, that beignet is definitely uh, more donut looking than actual beignet looking. I mean, yeah, beignet is a donut in the same way, too. But this thing is basically just like a loaded on top donut. And it actually looks really, really good visually. And I, I won't get over to get it. But now I'm in the mood for donuts. So I'm gonna have to go get some donuts at some point this weekend. Maybe who knows? I, I probably won't. I won't. I'll do something else instead. 
And right now we're going to do something else like we're going to get to our final dining review. And this one comes courtesy of Fiasco and Haley. They head to Disney Springs and it, they're having a hootenanny. I don't I don't know the right word to say, but they're going to Raglan Road. And uh, first review ever, I think, on the Disney Dining Show for Raglan Road. Maybe first review ever for it on the Diz even. That sounds wild, but it might be true. Uh, we're just going to have to buckle up. Give this one a listen. Hello, everybody. Fiasco back again today from Disney Springs. I'm joined behind the camera right now by my lovely wife, Haley. And we are hitting up a restaurant we've both never eaten at before, and that is Raglan Road. I'm a huge fan of Cook's A Dublin based on your specific recommendation that I had to go there. And since then, I've been back a few times, and every time, I love it. So let's see if their big brother or big sister restaurant, whatever you want to call it, can match up to the quick service. So we just sat down at Raglan Road, and our incredible, our service is already so good. And I'm actually pleasantly surprised because apparently everything can be made, like, pretty much everything can be made, like, gluten-free because it's a, um, everything's made from scratch here. So... Right off the bat, like, I'm so happy about that because um, I, I don't know if you guys know, I don't really eat gluten anymore. I'm very sensitive to it. But, um, yeah, I was really happy about that. And it made me think of, like, everyone who is gluten-free or has an allergy. Like, maybe if the food is good, come here. But that made me so happy for, like, myself and everyone. But I am going to get um, the braised beef, and hopefully it's good. I'm excited. Here it is. It's the braised beef for $35. And it is a 12-hour braised beef short rib and a reduced wine au jus sauce with colic cannon mashed potatoes, sorry if I didn't pronounce that right, and roasted vegetables, bean, carrots. And I gotta say, this was so good. I've had my fair share of um, short rib around this area, and I gotta say, this is my favorite one just because the there was no fat on it, like, at all. Barely, 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 and I love that. And it falls right off your fork. It is so good. And the mashed potatoes um, almost were, like, crusted. I don't know if that's the... Is that Colicon mashed potatoes? I don't know anything about that, but it was so, so good. The only thing that kind of bumped me out, but not really, it just came out a little cold. But it didn't ruin the meal or anything. It was, it was so good. And like I said, it is my is my favorite short rib I've had, like, in this area. But, yeah, it was really good. And also, I do think it was a little pricey. But, you know, it's, it's Disney. Disney prices. And the thing is, it is really good. And it's quality. So I am willing to pay $35 for it. I, not all the time. This is a special occasion thing. Definitely not all the time because that is expensive. But overall, yeah, I would get this again. So good. So delicious. Okay, so I know my fish, I know my fish and chips, and I know my Irish pubs, because of course me and Haley are both from Boston, Massachusetts, and if we're in an Irish pub, I feel like one thing that they should definitely do perfectly right is fish and chips. So that's what I got. It was $27, and that's their famous premium North Atlantic cod filet, beer battered and served with chips and fresh tartar sauce. And like Haley mentioned, almost everything on this menu can be prepared gluten-free because it is a scratch, uh, a from-scratch kitchen, and this is no exception. You could do this gluten-free if you'd like, but I, I did it. I brought on all the gluten. Give me the gluten. All the gluten Haley doesn't want, I will gladly have. Makes it taste better. And this tasted perfect. The fish, the white, flaky Atlantic cod fish was just... 
okay, I don't know why I haven't come here before. But I know why we haven't come here when we were going on vacation, and that's because we were stuck in our ways. We had our favorite restaurants that when we were at any given park or at Disney Springs that we had to visit every time. And let me be a lesson to you that you should deviate from that, because we never did until we moved here. We never tried new things. And this is an example of a place that has been sitting here for as long as we've been going to Disney as a couple, but we've never gone to. This is the best fish and chips I've ever had in Florida. And I really can't remember, I really can't remember the last time I had fish and chips this good. And that's coming from someone who came from Boston. And I mean, I would argue that pub restaurants like this one, most densely concentrated place in the entire country, because obviously Ireland, that you would find them in this country, probably Boston. So we're not... We're not newcomers to this type of dining. Like, this is places, we've eaten at places like this hundreds of times. And this is among the best pub Irish fish and chips I've ever had. Now, like Haley mentioned, $27. Is that a really, really steep price point for something like fish and chips? Yes, it is. So I'm not going to find myself coming back here to satisfy every, you know, fried fish craving I have. But will I come back here and order this exact same dish again and not be disappointed? Absolutely. Um, it's worth noting we are here at lunchtime. It's very quiet, very, very tame. But I can imagine this restaurant is, is, is one that really pumps the notches up at dinner time with live entertainment, dancing, and all that sort of jazz. It's also a pub. It's a bar. I'm sure people will get, you know, drinking, rowdy, all that sort of stuff, playing the music, clapping along. But if you're looking to try this place and the rowdiness is going to put you off, because that's probably one of the reasons why I took so long to get here, is that's not my vibe. That's not my environment. Here at lunchtime around 1 o'clock, very chill, very quiet. So come try it at lunch if you're trying to avoid that noise. I, I really recommend it. All right, so our total, our bill... Uh, just entrees, the two of us, no desserts, no appetizers, came out to about $71 before tip. Um, so, yeah, definitely pretty pricey. Uh, oh, that's a little too pricey, pricey for me. <laughs> yeah, pricey lunch, but yeah. really, really good. Yeah. Um, I am going to come back here. Mm -hmm. I mean... Not all the time. Definitely once in a while because it is expensive. I think I've said that a million times. But this kind of, this kind of like I mentioned um, when I was talking about my food... This kind of brings up a reoccurring theme that I've realized since living here that I want to pass on to you and your vacation party. Um, if you were like anything like us, every time we went to Magic Kingdom, we had to eat a Jungle Skipper. Mm -hmm. Every time we were at Epcot, we had to do Tepanito or, or Via Napoli. Every time we were in Disney Springs, we had to do Rainforest Cafe or Boathouse. Mm -hmm. You know, we had, we were stuck in our ways. But since living here, we've like gone on the mission to try everything out of us like i recommend you start doing the same and i know it's hard because there were times where we were planning a vacation and we had a new restaurant we wanted to try and then the vacation got closer and closer and we were like no screw that and i delete the reservation to book the ones that we knew we and liked i think like it's a lot harder for people who come on vacation because like they planned what they're gonna eat like and everything they know what they like and yeah. especially like on you don't want to miss out you feel yeah, and it's expensive too like to just try new things on vacation because you're gonna be spending a lot of money while you're here yeah it's disney so i get why people go back to their 
I, we do the same thing like you just said. Yeah. But I am happy that we did try something new. And I, I think that next time you guys are on vacation, you should also try a different restaurant that you normally wouldn't. And let us know what you think of it because that's fun. Yeah, it try is Raglan Road, it's a I good think. Experience. Yeah. I say try Raglan Road. Get over here at least, you know, once while you're here and just try it because it's so good. Really is good. Especially if you like that, uh, that like Boston pub food type yeah. place. This reminded me most of that that I've had for sure. so far. And like a downtown restaurant in Boston. Yeah. What is it? What is it? I don't remember. Like Patty, name. Patty's or, or O'Sullivan's or, <laughs> yeah. or O'Connor's. Or, oh, what's the, no, wait, wait, wait. What is the restaurant in um, Castle Island, Sullivan's? Have you been Sullivan's, there? Anyone yeah. from um, Massachusetts or not oh, from yeah. Massachusetts, if you've been there, they're only open for like a short amount of time. And when they are, that line is ridiculous and you got to get in it because yeah. it's so good. Um, I miss that place now. I miss, I I'm miss like thinking about all the, the food. seafood on Wollaston Beach. That's why I like uh, about that stuff. Yeah, but we're rambling. Pon- Ponies clam Ponies shack. clam shot. Sh- all right, but we, yeah, this is we're getting into Patreon territory. <laughs> oh, yeah, here. okay. So we'll end it there. We we loved our meal. Yeah, really did. Just a little upset that it was cold, but who cares? It's good. There you have it, Fiasco and Haley's review of Raglan Road. And with that, we have come to the end of all of our reviews on the Disney Dining Show. And I hope you enjoyed it. And I hope it helped you plan out all your future meals when visiting Walt Disney World. I mean, obviously, the Valentine's Day one probably won't be relevant, but everything else, maybe it'll help you just a little bit. So... Thank you so much for listening to the podcast, and please make sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts, and if it's through Apple Podcasts, please take a moment to give us a five-star rating and review. It really helps a lot, and I have a bunch of shout-outs to give this week because you left five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts, so I want to say thank you to Silence182, Life by Bethany from Alaska, Taylor Murph from St. Augustine. John JR6598 and JRose196. But in particular, I want to give a massive shout out to my biggest fan, JWills22, saying, This show is so bad it's good. I like to listen to it and cringe about how they are getting paid to churn out this product. The Craig voiceovers are so stupid and just pointless rambling. How do you not plan what you are going to say before you start recording? Anyway, Give me a shout out on the video. Well, I can't give you a shout out on the video because this is a podcast and not a video. Uh, so that's unfortunate. And uh, yeah, besides that, you're right. It, they are stupid and they are pointless rambling, but it weaves together all the dining reviews. So I'm going to keep doing that. And I guess you're just going to keep listening and cringing or you're not. But hey, thanks for the five star rating review. Oh, oh, also, too, I do plan out what I'm going to say before I start recording, but if I read it just off the script, it would come out really boring. So I just write notes about what I'm going to say. And then I see what pops in my head in between. Yeah. So it, it is so bad. It's good. But again, thank you for the five star rating and review. And if you want to support us even more, you can always book a trip through Dreams Unlimited Travel. Get a free no obligation quote today at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. But that's going to do it for me today on this week's episode of the Disney Dining Show. We'll see you again real soon with another episode. Take care. Bye-bye. Stay hungry.